unfiltered, just like human screaming sound in my ears. Great. Yeah, it's kind of nice. Um, so yes, the Windy City, Simon, not gorgeous this time of year. Mm. We had four straight days of rain and gray and 40 degree weather. Okay. Um, you know, it's right on Lake Michigan, which I know you, you it's probably of the Great Lakes your favorite one. Lake Michigan, absolutely. I mean, that's the premier. What about Superior? How is that not the premier? I thought the premier was Lake Michigan. A premier in what? <laughs> what are your criteria for a premier the lake? The biggest, the best. I thought Superior was the biggest. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Well, by most standard metrics. I don't think I've ever been uh, on or near Lake Superior. Really? Whereas Michigan, I've passed pr- practically bathed in. Right. Uh, have you actually been in Lake Michigan? No, I don't think so. But I, I, you know, Lane's house was right by it. Lane's apartment. Yeah, no, I, I remember that well. You get on the red line, Simon, <laughs> <laughs> and you better keep on going, Buster. Oh, by the way, I forgot to tell you, I do have some to a late addition to the to the uh, thing we can do late. It's not um time specific. It's, is it not mission critical? It's hot gossip from Lane McConnell uh, related to basketball. Oh, okay. So that will be not personal time. That will be on podcast time. That's a podcast thing, yes, but not a um not time sensitive. Not time sensitive. Okay, so we can continue a bit of light banter. Oh yeah, I mean yes. Uh, biggest regret didn't get to pot bellies. Oh, that's a shame. Now that it's a national chain, right. I feel less compelled <laughs> to go there. Come, come by my office anytime and walk across <laughs> the street with me. Have you we... have you been to the Fidei lately? Because <laughs> you can find that most rare of culinary treasures, <laughs> the pot belly. You'll find a very overworked and very underpaid pot bellies employee serving up all of Chicago's classics. I did have, and you'll you'll be interested in this, the best club sandwich of my life. Ooh, where? So nice, Simon. I had it twice. You did. Yeah, first day I went with Matt to that place I sent you a picture of. It's called the Chicago Athletic Association. It's like one of those old school nineteenth um, century sort of like elitist social clubs. Okay. Or awesome. it used to be, and now it's a um, hotel. Um, so cool. it's all wood paneled and cool old light fixtures and. Uh, steeped in gravitas and grandeur from the past it harkens back to a time before um our overlords were were crypto bros and um and like data mining silicon valley freaks (laughs) um to a, a time when our, our overlords owned all of the uh, infrastructure and assets that actually made stuff in this country. Right. Re- really nice gentlemen. Right. Uh, <laughs> not averse to hiring, uh, you know, private police armies to repress workers or anything <laughs> like that. Anyway, at this place, best club sandwich, like I said, and extraordinary fries. Mm. Yeah, seasoned fries. Double fried, delicious, amazing stuff. So I went there the first day with Matt, and then on my way out yesterday, went back because I had to had to get me some. And it's right across. You'll like this, Simon, because you're a man who enjoys uh, landmarks. I think in terms of public sculpture, you would say that this did it first and it did it best. <laughs> it's the bean. The bean, of course. <laughs> absolutely. A classic by any measure. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, Rodin did not have a hand in it, but other than that, it's right up there for all-time greatest sculptures. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's 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 too modern for Rodin. Yeah, far too. He was doing it before sculpture was even a thing. <laughs> right. It wasn't even an inkling in humanity's eye at that point. <laughs> he had to invent the wheel. <laughs> right, right. Um. So anyway, uh, that was a highlight, a sandwich. Also, the Bulls game, genuinely a great all-around experience. Cool. And you Uh, got good seats, right? We got good seats, 17th row, 
behind the basket, sort of where it felt very much like where the block tickets used to be. Okay, okay. Where, where did, who did you go with? Dan Lipgan. Oh, right. Oh, great. Says hi, by the way. Oh, yes. Hello, Dan. Um, anyway, yeah. Uh, had a perfectly fine time in the Windy City. Thank you very much for asking. Sure, happy to happy to um, ask. Yeah, we can we can go into more details on on uh, my impressions of the place. Maybe sure. not on pod. Sure. Um, did you get into any trouble this week? Uh, trouble being my middle name, I um, what did I do? Uh, nothing much. You went to a game. Oh, I went to a game with, with Seth. Yes, that's right. We went to the Rockets game. A uh, little too close for comfort, given how horrible that team is. I did I did take an enormous amount of pride, though, in um, picking pretty much pregame that Kevin Porter Jr. was going to be a Nets killer. He has all of the metrics. Yes. Like not very good, up, but not... can can when <laughs> no one bothers to defend him go off for fifty points. Exactly, exactly. And that is exactly what happened. He he was on fire. He like tripled his scoring average uh on very efficient shooting, which is not typically his bag. Um yeah. Well, speaking was... of speaking of Nets killers, Simon, yeah. I saw one of the all-time great Nets killers in person in Chicago, Vucevic. Oh, Vuce. Right? So that man, he comes to Brooklyn, just chalk it up. It's 30-plus points, 20-plus <laughs> rebounds, can't miss a three, just yeah. looks like the greatest, most dominant center since Bill Russell. Yes. Um, cut to any other game in any other location, <laughs> and Vucevic is pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. I I think William that um the Nets are are desperate for the seventh seed, not necessarily because you know they just want the best seed they can get, and they don't want to be bounced from um the playoffs before they even start. Uh, but because Vooch is in the fifth seed, right, right, and that buys you at least two rounds without having to face it, <laughs> to face the Vooch. Yeah, he was <laughs> totally pedestrian outside of Barclays Center, and maybe yeah. even worse. He was probably the third best center I saw that night, behind both Horford and rock star Daniel Thice. Oh no. Dice has to be bad. That's a that's a chink in the armor. Yeah, no, he looked great against the Bulls, but apparently everyone looks great against the Bulls. The Cavs went into United Center yesterday and just beat the living crap out of them. <laughs> so whatever juju they had going early in the season is is long gone. Yeah, and Lonzo's got a case of the Joe Harris's. Yeah, I know. What's going on <clears throat> over there? Is there a door being? Opened. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, Hillary was opening a door. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. I, you I, called it. I didn't know you had a creaky 18th century cabin somewhere in your uh, cabinet. It, the, the the bedroom door is creak central. Mm-hmm. I never really think about it, but yeah, now that you mentioned, no, it, it'd be it'd be it'd be hard to sneak off to the bathroom in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> it is it's cartoon it's like it's like you're watching cinderella or something and there's like a wicked princess coming around the corner with this insane door creak uh, anyway our, our our listeners will surely be happy to have gotten that little audio treasure uh all right simon why don't you welcome people back Folks, you better welcome back to another episode of Maybe Nets Time. Yeah, I am your host, William Bluer, with my co-host, uh, 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 Simon Amicorba. Nets Nation, can you believe it? <laughs> we are back as we are each and every week to talk about the odds on favorites barely getting into the playoffs. Maybe. We don't know Hopefully, that yet. Yeah. We do not know that yet. So, of course, we are going to go deep into net seeding, the play-in, playoff picture. That is what this 
the main focus will be. We have some incredible Nets news to get to that we would be remiss not to talk about. Simon has some gossip straight from the mouth of someone who was very briefly on an episode maybe three or four years ago in South Carolina, Lane McConnell. <laughs> Listeners Shit. have been clamoring to hear more for, more from him ever since his de- debut. What was that? That was 2017? When, that was probably 2017, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was a while back. <laughs> uh, early Shit. days, early days of this podcast. I was just a young man. Yeah, no, I know. Early 30s. Vibrant. What? Okay, is it... <laughs> She constructing a log cabin. That was uh, those were um, some those grocery, you know, the reusable grocery bags. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got them in a big bag, but you got to get the the other ones out of right. that bag. So it's a lot of bag crinkling. Yeah, yeah, that's. <laughs> I'm for... loving this. No, I think I think the podcast really should just become me trying to guess what insane thing Hillary's doing to create the deafening racket. In the background. <laughs> I think people would love that. Uh, so after the gossip from someone you've never heard of, listeners, <laughs> uh, we have a very, very fun game that I saw when I was at the Bulls game in Chicago, which I'm going to play with Simon. Uh, you're going to love it. I, okay, I'm excited. I promise you that. Although, now that I've promised... Okay, never mind. I found it. Uh, good, good, good. But before all that, Simon, I wanted to do just a very few and very quick rapid-fire questions. Okay. Just to break the ice, okay? Okay. <laughs> that, was that, that was obvious. That was too <laughs> obvious. You got to do better than that, Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised there wasn't a full-on, like, plunge sesh there to... <laughs> no, no, no. Come to, on, no. To really... No, just to, you know, accent yeah, the sound. Yeah, really, to, right, to drive it home. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, all right, rapid-fire icebreakers, Simon. This is a, a, a fun one to start. Hard seltzer or Jägermeister? Oh, Jäger. Jäger, okay, thank God. Yeah, you, you, you haven't fully drunk the malt liquor Kool Aid yet. Uh, Jokic, Embiid, or Giannis for MVP, Simon? I know that I know we're not a national podcast, but why don't we weigh in on probably the most over discussed debate in the NBA right now? Okay. William, I'm gonna take the um, <clears throat> I'm gonna take the the road less traveled and go with Giannis. Any reasons or just to travel uh, a road that, that is less traveled? Team ha- his team has the best record. Um, Barely think, by like two or three games, but okay. Well, you know, in a big 82 game, I mean, you know, look at the race between the two and the four seed. It's, you know, anybody's ball game. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and he's, he's, you know, very dominant and really good at D and, uh, you know, um, yeah, his team is 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 the best. So that's that's my pick, and I I fear him most of the three. Yeah, I would say for me, I'd go Jokic because I don't want Embiid or Giannis to win it. Okay. Uh, just I don't want another Eastern Conference player to win it. Um, I'd love for Embiid to never win it and to just be frustrated his entire career about it. Yeah, that would be great. Um, Giannis. I just I'm not a buck believer. You know that. Yeah. I'm a Giannis skeptic. No, I mean he's he's obviously extraordinary, but um and Jokic, you know, I've maybe watched one quarter of a Denver basketball game, but I'm told what he's doing this season is quite special. Yeah, me too. I with you with with him I <clears throat> I have to plead ignorance. Yeah. Um all right. Which city would you most want to visit of the following three cities, Simon? And you'll notice um, uh, a through line with these three cities, okay? okay? Cleveland, mm-hmm. Atlanta, mm. or Charlotte? Those are our 
three teams that were vying oh, for right, a spot. Oh, right, of course. Uh, I'd rather go to Atlanta. Yeah, I think that's kind of the obvious choice here. No one, and I mean no one, is clamoring for a Cleveland visit. I don't care how much you like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> and I like it. I would love to go. Right, and you're a Drew Carey nut. <laughs> no, do not hit me with that brush. That is not even funny to joke about. I, that show is so stupid. I was I was in a hotel room with three colleagues uh, in Chicago, and I thought one of them had made an allusion to a third rock from the sun uh-huh. uh, episode, and like, and then another one like responded as if that were just like, of course, we're talking about third rock. You know, it was just done very casually, and I was just sitting there thinking, like, what, was this show actually relevant, or pe- do people actually like this show? Right. And then when uh, when I said, I don't think I've ever seen a full episode of Third Rock, uh, they informed me they were talking about 30 Rock. 30 Rock, yeah. sure. Which yeah. makes quite a lot, right, well, yeah, of course. much yeah. more sense, much more sense. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I'd say Third Rock and Drew Carey are in the same bucket for me. Yeah, though Third Rock launched the careers of, of what's his, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, mm-hmm. and, um, fuck, who's the guy, who's the dad, what, I, I can't, uh, oh, John, Lithgow, John Lithgow, Lithgow right. I mean, two legends of the screen. I wouldn't say, yeah, yeah, it definitely elevated Lithgow. Okay, yeah. But he was like a very well-established like okay. actor's actor. Right, okay. Um, and Drew Carey, right. Well, I mean, it, it launched that dude to uh, to The Price is Right. <laughs> it launched a, a guy... I mean, how much bank do you think he makes? It's a daily show. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I'm sure he's making a tremendous amount of money. He's just completely unfunny. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. <laughs> I guess they just they had to be like, all right, who is the most sexless um, host we can get after decades of Bob Barker's Ex- creepy, creepy Ex- exactly persona. after after yes, like the the like uh, Succession cruise line was like kid kids play <laughs> right Bob to- Mo Barker right. Exactly. That's just, oh, God, that is a, a closet packed to the brim with skeletons. Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely not a host that would have uh, made made it through Me Too. No. Um, okay, final question, Simon. Are you hoping, and hopefully this sets us up for our, our next segment, are you hoping the Nets get the seventh or the eighth seed? I, well, I actually have a complicated answer to that. I'm very sorry. Uh, no, no, I mean, no. This is, this is, let's just move into it, okay? okay? Let's talk Nets play and playoff picture. Feel free to not answer this rapidly. I know it breaks the spirit of a rapid fire, but. <laughs> okay. So I, thank you. Um, I'll, I'll really air this thing out. So, yeah. no, I, I just feel like, yes, I would like the seventh seed, and I don't have any faith in this team being able to like if you can win a game great just get win a game get into the playoffs that's ultimately how i feel because i just don't feel like we can afford to be like ooh, i don't know we'll just turn it on for that 9 10 game um or for the you know single elimination game um so in that sense yeah i guess just try for seven and get into the playoffs and try to not be completely humiliated and hand over our second pick to our our yes our first actual draft pick that we're sending like where we just have to send it to Houston being a lottery pick is so humiliating truly so for that reason I guess the seventh pick but as we've talked about William as we talked about last week that is looking incredibly likely unless the Bucks somehow lose to the Cavs who we've just discussed it's basically impossible to lose to um are um headed for the they are the two seed and that's the team we we each do not want to play the most and not that like miami is a treat to play i'm sure we would lose to them but i'd rather play them you're sure we would lose to them i am pretty damn sure i mean this team barely beat the knicks 
in a must-win game, barely beat, you know, they were, we were definitely down in the third quarter to the Cavs. Um, you know, Kyrie and Katie had to play like 41 minutes. Certainly was not like an easy game. We, we, we can, there's no team that we're like guaranteed to beat because we don't play any defense and all of our offense, to the extent that we have a good offense, it's entirely dependent on jump shots. So if we're not hitting jump shots, we're fucked. Or Drummond just owning the offensive boards like he did at the end of the game yesterday. Yeah. I mean, but we've talked, yeah, we've talked about how our defensive rebounding continues to be a real struggle. Yeah. So basically, what we're in a position now for the play-in to if we can beat the Pacers who would love to be beaten by us. Yes, yes. I love, <laughs> I just really, really quickly. Sorry, I, the, the, Bill, Bill Simmons was talking about some other team playing the Pacers, and they're like, they're not going to be able to tank that game. <laughs> they're going to have to lose to the Pacers. They're going to have to beat the Pacers. No, there's there's definitely not a worse um, roster being run out by any organization than the Pacers right now. <laughs> Everyone is shut down. Every person on the fantasy wire right now is a Pacer you've never heard of <laughs> who is now a starter on a 10-day contract. Um, so anyway, we have to win that, and then none of this matters. I think we likely are going to win it, and we're going to have the seventh seed, which means... That well, we have to beat that, and then we have to win the game against the eighth seed. Sorry, that we have the seventh seed, yeah, to go into the play-in, which means we have yeah. to beat the eighth seed, or we then have to beat whoever loses the nine ten game, which right. is likely going to be Atlanta. I would guess coming out of that game, losing. You mean? I would guess that Atlanta would be the team coming out of the nine ten. Oh, right, right. Yes, right. They would. Yeah, I I agree. Although both are, I mean, both Charlotte and and Atlanta are tough. I mean, we've lost to both of them very recently. I'm less concerned about about Charlotte. I would be very worried about a one game against against uh, the Hawks for the reason that we lost to them three games ago when it was a must win game. So right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I'm pretty confident that we're going to be in the in the seven eight play in thing. As far as whether I hope we win that, I agree with you that it would be truly humiliating and at way too big of a risk to intentionally lose it. Uh, But the Heat are a far more vulnerable team, I think, than the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. And I am not a a Bucks believer, as as you know. know. But, you know, they, they... they're scary. They're the scariest team to me right now in the East. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. So, yeah. Do you think they play with the uh, with the fates, with the basketball gods, and try to tr- and actually tank the first play in game, or are they just going for it? I. They wouldn't do that, would they? They're not that arrogant. I don't think so. I mean, they also just. Right, I, I right, I I agree with you there, and I also think that like, I don't think. First of all, we're just not good enough to to even like yet yeah, to to play that game, but two, I doubt Katie and Kyrie are like interested in quote unquote ducking any team, so they might lose for sure because this team isn't very good, but I don't think they'll lose because. Katie's trying to do three-dimensional chest or chess or or you know Kyrie who still blames Giannis for for sliding under him you know I, I don't think he's like trying to duck him right I I guess I guess they probably believe that they could beat anyone yeah or at least that they want to give it a shot right Okay, so then we have a very real likelihood because the playoffs I guess they'll begin either next Sunday or Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, and we will be playing either the Bucks, the Heat, or the... I mean, God willing, <laughs> the Bucks, the Heat, <laughs> or the Celtics. Or this is going to be a, a really weird podcast next time we meet, if we're not in the playoffs. 
<laughs> you think you've had some downers in the past. That'll be a yeah. true downer. That will be a downer. So central. I'm getting the sense from you that you're thinking this is a one-and-done squad. We're not making it to the second round of the playoffs. I don't think so because, uh, yeah, we just don't – I mean, we have – we can – win a game against anybody for sure like we could maybe win two games against anybody but i just feel like the way this team plays is destined for playoff failure um at least without ben simmons like if ben simmons could come back theoretically again theoretically he is good enough at defense that like maybe our defense isn't so bad that we have to entirely rely on our offense. Mm-hmm. And then again, our offense is good, but it's good in a way that you're sure to have some games, especially in the playoffs where it's not very good because Kyrie's not hitting shots, right? Or KD's not hitting shots or the supporting cast is so bad that, you know, the team is able to make them kind of perform and Patty Mills is forced to, to make shots and he can't like, right. And there's nobody that you can like manufacture points with neither Katie or, or Kyrie really get to the rim very much at all. I mean, Katie is good for 30 a game. You can just pencil that in, but even if his, if his shot isn't falling, uh-huh. but Kyrie has been disconcertingly bad lately. Yeah. He's um, been he- wildly inefficient. He's had some, he's had some, he was, um, yes, uh, he was not good last night. Um, I believe he was pretty good against, um, did we play before? Not the, the Rockets, Rockets, the Knicks, the Knicks He's pretty good against the Knicks. He was very bad against the Hawks. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, it's the, the, the pressures of playing every game. Uh, were you able to, to pierce the paywall of the Brian Lewis article on Ben Simmons probably not coming back for the playoffs? No, but I think I can guess what. Is this an, a very new one? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Then no, I don't know. I think it just came out. Yeah. Right. So, so Nets Daily hasn't had a chance to do the rewrite for us yet. Um, but uh, where are you at in terms of your optimism about a Ben Simmons? Oh, it, as as low as ever. I mean, this we've seen this. This is, you know, uh, this is the article. Okay, sorry. This is the Nets Daily article. Um, headline from what I just said. Lewis colon Simmons makes some progress in rehab, hopes to avoid off season surgery. Hmm. Uh, and I also see something from um. From Brian Wernhurst saying, forget about Ben Simmons in the playoffs. So, God. (laughs) I mean, he's just not, he's just not ready at all. I mean, for whatever reason, horrible, horrible back problem, mental health issues, both. Whatever is going on with him is very real and very making him destined to not play. Um, oh, he's got another sunglass photo in this um, story. Good God. Um, <laughs> he's looking, he's, <laughs> um, anyway, so I'm definitely not counting on him playing anything. And even if he does like, you know, it's not like he's going to be a huge, I doubt he's going to be like, you know, this first first team all nba defensive or first first team all defense um level right he's gonna have a very creaky back (laughs) that uh you know you need your back for sports that that much i know um and gonna be a total head case i mean like that that isn't i mean for a guy who needs to be babied who we were like oof you don't want him to have to play a game a regular season game against the sixers ah, like Try throwing that guy into a playoff series as your first game in 11 months. Right. When the last time you were in a playoff se- uh, series, it precipitated you having a complete and total psychological breakdown that then made you essentially punt an entire season. Exactly. So, 
So I think he's out, and given that, like, this is our team. Like, we Seth Curry has a creaky ankle. Um, our third best player on many, many nights is Bruce Brown. And Bruce Brown has been great, I should say. Uh, Bruce Brown has made a total resurgence, but um, and he's shooting the three way better. But that's probably not who you want your third best player on a quote championship team to be. No, absolutely not. And you know, <laughs> Nick Claxton can do some of the stuff Ben Simmons can do on defense, mm-hmm. but far more limited offensively, and just—I mean, not not as good. Yeah. Not as good as Ben Simmons in theory. I mean, he's much better than Ben Simmons in practice this season. Yeah. And that he's done more things like, oh, I love all these quotes from uh, multiple people who are like, oh, yeah, Ben Simmons is doing well. You know, I've seen him like walking around and sitting and stuff. And that seems to not be bothering him too much. Haven't seen him on the basketball court, though. Right, right. Oh, no, he's in a positive attitude for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good at walking around. That's really not what you want to hear about a, an NBA player. Maybe at least a light jog around? No. Yeah. No. Anyway, uh-huh. it's... Yeah. So, I, I mean, I think I'm... There's still a part of me that, that wants to believe, you know, that this this could somehow work out. Uh-huh. Um, I, I do, too. I mean, it would be... Am- I would so curious to see this him on this team. Oh no, but I mean bigger than Ben Simmons. I don't I mean I don't think we're going to see Ben Simmons. But oh. I think there's something that's going to work out mm-hmm. with this team in the playoffs. Uh-huh. Like we do make it to if we can get out of the first round anything's possible. Um yeah. But I Though, do I do think the first round obviously is going to be the hardest round for the Nets because of where our where we are in the playoffs. Yeah. Like I think the Heat and the and the the Bucks are our worst potential opponents, uh-huh. who we match up most poorly with. Yeah, so that's just you know part of why um, having one of your two best players play in more than like twenty five games is kind of important. Yeah, and let me here's something I totally agree. Here's something, William. I don't know about you, but I have started to think, like, what if? What if the Nets didn't trade Harden? Totally. And just said, you know what? He's furious now. Um, <clears throat> but we're just going to gamble and hope that Kyrie's able to play at some point. And we get to this point, and, like, you know, we've talked about it. Harden is not great right now, but he is a basketball player who can play a game of basketball and like that his level of play combined with Kyrie combined with KD I think is interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I don't know who's more valuable at this point, Drummond and Seth Curry or Harden on a court. Oh. Like our, our defense is so so bad already. If you add Harden out there who's just dreadful. Yeah. Um I don't know that that we could withstand it. And I think Drummond and, and Curry are, are significant contributors right now. Oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> Seth, is, Seth is like, uh, you know, in like a boxing match and like the later rounds where like the guy is covered in blood and yes. like this just like, he's doing good. He's doing good. You just throw the punches out there. You're doing great. What like, just he didn't some some athlete in a different sport? Oh, Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods did it. Yeah, with his ankle. I think an ankle thing too, maybe. With it, sure. And he came back. Did he win something? I don't know. He did well. Yeah, he um, did well, and he came back. And that there was some headline or something that was like Seth Curry inspired by Tiger to to like grit it out. Exactly. Yes. Um, but yes, the late round boxer is like, it's like, all right, listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna tape your cheek back onto you, buddy. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you got this. Get on out there. <laughs> yeah, he needs a he he is looking forward to the off season in a big way. Yes. Um. All right. Well, it's very exciting, and we will have obviously a more in-depth playoff analysis when we know for sure who the matchup is going to be, and we may even, if it's the Bucks, have a a special guest on. 
Oh, right, that's right. We could get our we could get our guy back on. Um, I'm not sure who we'd get on if the Heat were on. Do you know any Heat fans? No, no, I don't know that I've ever met a Heat fan. <laughs> I don't think I have either. <laughs> I went to a Heat game, and I don't know that I ever met a Heat fan. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> Miami's a little too cool for school regarding that team. Yeah. They're, they're just inarguably are cooler things you could be doing with your time in Miami than uh, than watching them grind it out, I think. Mm-hmm. Hard drugs. <laughs> hard, hard <laughs> drugs. A series of harder and harder drugs. Um, all right, let's get into some Nets news, Simon. Okay. Uh, Nets Nation experienced a JFK moment this week. Yes. One of those one of those times when you'll remember forever where you were when you heard this news. So where were you, Simon, when you heard the news that Nets Nation was signing Kessler Edwards and dropping James Johnson? <laughs> I was at my computer. <laughs> uh, and I was rocked to my very core. I was rocked. Uh, I'm probably the biggest James Johnson fan in Nets Nation. Um, so that stung for me, but, um, who would you have had them get Blake, rid of? But, the yeah. same guy I have wanted to get rid of, we, we, I think we both have agreed should have been cut like four cuts ago, like should have been cut probably before Javon Carter, but I was like fine with that. Definitely should have been cut before Bembry and now definitely should have been cut before James Johnson. Again, James Johnson, Kessler Edwards, if you're depending on either one of those people in a playoff series you're fucked beyond you're beyond fucked but but so i'm not trying to like (laughs) god this is this gives a you know the season away here like they're both not very good no but um still blake hasn't played any minutes in you know or very few minutes and um james johnson had right um, I, I too, I'm not, maybe not as big a fan as you. I don't want to try to try to <laughs> yeah, yeah, watch your words. One up you on that, but he was, <laughs> I liked him. He, he gave us some good minutes and just, you know, thinking back, he, he was in a lot of fourth quarters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and when you lose a guy who's, who's closing out games for you, that, that can, uh, that doesn't always end well. No. Um, all right. Next big bit of Nets news, Simon. Nets Kyrie Irving confronts wrong fan after getting heckled. Oh, I, I have not seen this. This is news. I yeah. So I guess when they were in Madison Square Garden, Kyrie started going after a fan. Uh, but it was the wrong fan. <laughs> <laughs> Said the guy was like totally shocked when he started yelling at him. Um, and then Kyrie's quote about it he said and I've dealt with just quote east coast type attitude since I was seven eight years old so I've been in the trenches as they would say growing up playing in different boroughs being a Jersey kid not getting respect from New York basketball until I just stopped giving an F about what their opinion was oh okay so have you heard the expression East Coast type of attitude before? No, no. I've heard of Brooklyn attitude, <laughs> right. um, which is a total indifference to the game that's being played. Um, no, uh, and I don't really know what that means. Yeah. I, yeah, it was a, it's a weird one. A, a, a good Kyrieism, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, like so much he says, it doesn't seem to be based in any reality shared reality let's put it that way sure sure uh, i don't want to contest his subjective personal reality but yes um all right oh my final bit of nets news it's it's over we've already talked about it nets would be shocked if ben simmons was back for playing um with because we've already discussed this we don't think he's coming back but there were two sort of sub ben simmons bits of news which were sort of fun great one ben simmons files grievance to get 20 million in salary mm. restored uh, godspeed ben simmons oh, you deserve it buddy <laughs> i mean if it fucks daryl Morey and the shitty fucking sixers over then i hope he gets it but um Few people have I have I looked at and thought, man, that guy, 
That guy has earned $20 million. <laughs> there was a photo that um, Maya Jama posted of, of, uh, of him. Yeah. Where Are you following her? On no, some? but I see um, Net, Nets Daily sometimes, or, or people who Nets Daily follows tweet out some Instagram things. I don't even have Instagram. Um, sure. So I'm, I'm just getting drips and drabs here. But um, but it's him in like on a couch in sweatpants and a T-shirt. And it's just like the only – like you're just missing like the Cheeto dust. <laughs> like it is the most like I am not rehabbing very hard. Like if, if Katie had had a photo like that when he was rehabbing from his from – his, uh, uh, Achilles – like, we would be Nets Nation would be very concerned. Yeah. Uh, final bit of Ben Simmons gossip: Nets Ben Simmons signs three-year shoe contract with Nike after New Balance negotiations. Mm. How thrilled must that company be with their current <laughs> stud? He drove a hard bargain, Nike. <laughs> and now you have a man who is never going to play basketball again. No, he, I, he I hope has the. I hope sorry. he refuses to wear Nikes and then sues them for all the <laughs> money that he's owed from them. Yes, I. Uh, he just has the look of like a dude who is gonna be annoying. <laughs> Yes. You know? I mean, he it, it helps that he is a dude who's annoying. He is a dude. Right? Maybe that's... <laughs> I, I'm un- incapable of separating his look with what I know him to be, but yes. he looks annoying. Yes, he looks and very much is annoying. Um, what isn't annoying, however, is gossip from our friend in Albuquerque, Lane McConnell. Okay. Thank you, William. Folks, the night was whenever it was that the Nets played the um, the Wizards. Oh. No, sorry. I'm sorry. The Mavericks. The Mavericks. I apologize. Okay. We were playing the Mavericks. You, me, and... Matias and, and Seth. were there. Yes. Oh, and, and Matias as yes, well. Yes, right? that was the heartbreaker with Spencer Dinwiddie. Right. Exactly. It was that night. And through... I, I don't want to give away Lane's sourcing here, but League Sources um, told him that <clears throat> there was uh, two two women, um, two young, uh, from what I understand, attractive women, who were sitting <laughs> near this league source that Lane is connected to. Yeah. And uh, one of them had said that they were like in the elevator or something to some. They were some somehow they ran into Spencer Dinwiddie, and Spencer Dinwiddie had given him given them these two tickets. Oh, wow. So they were good seats, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, and they were – first of all, news in that I believe Spencer's supposed to have a – maybe he has a partner. Yeah, his partner is um, that horrible 3 and D guy who we had briefly. Oh, yes, sister. yes. Right, right. Who um, was that? I don't know if they're still together. But anyway, so Spencer hits – I mean, Fidelity is, is – uh not something that occurs often in the NBA. I think that's, that's understood. <laughs> so, so, so Spencer hits the game winner, as we all know. And one of the women stands up and screams, that guy's getting me pregnant tonight. <laughs> oh my God. League sources say, are you serious? Yeah. Well, who is his league source? He's like a friend, uh, a friend who was in Brooklyn for some reason. Okay, I forget why. All right, it was not Lane. Lane was that not is a truly at. salacious story. <laughs> yeah, Psst, it's gossip time, baby. Psst, that is hardcore gossip. My God, <laughs> of the. <laughs> Oh wow! Okay, I don't have any details on what followed. If that was just you okay, know. well, what was what's the guy's name? He was on Oklahoma City. Uh, Roberson. Yes, Andre, Andre Roberson. Roberson. Andre Roberson. You got it. Okay, well, fascinating stuff, Simon. Uh, um, uh, wow. Okay. 
lot to think about hard to move on but we're gonna have to <laughs> um all right so something that was fun that i saw at the bulls game by the way way cooler stadium way better fans that goes uh-huh. without saying i have yet to go to an nba stadium that i i like less than barclays or where the fans are quieter and i'm sorry i don't mean to uh, like we're part of the problem you know we're there we're 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 doing our best but we're we're not bringing it either i mean um, i'd say if everyone were bringing it as much as we were it would be a more intense cry i i, I am I, blaming all you all you sheep listeners no um because no, like I, 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 I hear I hear like Zach Lowe shitting on fans at Barclays, and that and it and it it irks me. Yeah, because yeah, like well, he's he's right, but also like I feel like we're coming from it from a place of of lo- like we're there. We want it. We just want it to be better because we we love it so much and can't understand why others can't be into it. Whereas Zach Lowe's coming at it from like a snooty, why don't you, you people, you know, get more into it? Oh yeah, no, totally right. It's it's the uh, I can criticize my kids, you can't criticize exactly, my kids exactly. Situation. So in short, shut up, Zach Lowe. And uh, that said, Nets, uh, the Nets experience is awful, and the fans are lame. <laughs> yes, but with love. But with so much love and you know partially that's a reflection on us um all right so anyway it was at the bulls game obama was there i told i sent you the pick yeah Uh, great obama pick that's not the thing i want to talk about oh their mascot billy the bull Uh oh benny the bull sorry benny the bull amazing like a true he like he walks around with the biggest bag of popcorn i've ever seen just pelting people in the face with popcorn <laughs> it's hilarious and people are just screaming for him to throw stuff at him uh so anyway benny the bull uh pretty cool that again isn't what i want to talk about here okay. they had a segment where they created like a sweet 16 style bracket Okay. Of Chicago-based things, like the White Sox, a Chicago-style hot dog. And Uh then they had um, Colby White on the okay. on the jumbotron sort of pick each each matchup who would win and advance till the very end okay and then the championship ended up being white Sox versus chicago style hot dog and he uh he went with the white Sox. all right so i thought that was kind of fun and i wanted to do it for new york city things so i've created a a new york city sweet 16 bracket and we're going to oh, go great. through it where I like I'm going to you're going to, you know, go through each matchup and they'll advance round by round until you determine what the coolest thing in New York City is. Okay. And so I've tried to pick like a mix of like food, culture, landmarks. Um, and these are not like my top 16 things, but they're like iconic things about New York. Sure. Sure. OK, so. Let's do this, Simon. First matchup, a to-go slice of pizza versus the Staten Island Ferry. Uh, pizza. Yeah. Good choice. Um, next matchup, Chinatown versus the Levy. The Levy. All right. Coney Island versus the MTA, the subway system. Oh. Not like the MTA's managerial prowess, right, right. I love but the just like, <laughs> but just like you know, the subway being able to get anywhere at any time. I, I thought Andy Byford was uh, <laughs> unjustly ousted. I mean, that's true, but anyway, uh, I'll say MTA. Nice. Uh, the Apollo Theater versus the Yankees. I gotta go with Yankees. I've never been to the Apollo Theater. Um, blue and gold versus little Italy. Oh, blue and gold. Yeah, of course. I was thinking Arthur Avenue, but it's just like you know that's too hipstery. Right? Yeah, and I've although I am it. saying blue and gold, which is pretty hipstery too. Well, but... these days, who knows? You know, it's right. Um, blue and gold for those who don't know is is like um, uh, East Village Bar, dive bar, very good place. Um. 
Katz's Deli versus the Brooklyn Bridge. Ooh. Uh, I'll say Brooklyn Bridge. I actually find Katz's Deli very stressful. Yeah, I do too. I and you know, I, I kind of wanted to get like Jewish, uh, just do g- generic Jewish deli, but I did pick Katz's, and that comes with a lot of baggage, as you just said. Yeah. Um, Central Park versus MoMA. Oh, MoMA. Oh, buddy. I'm a culture vulture. Yeah, also, I I think Central Park is is not as I think it's a little overrated. Oh, sick burn. There are some great <laughs> parts to it. Uh, further north. Hmm. Um, but yeah, no, there's great parts throughout. Anyway. Met Opera versus Bagels. Bagels. Okay. All right. Now we're down to an Elite Eight, Simon. <laughs> it's kind of a fun game, though, this isn't is it? This is fun. Yeah. yeah. All right. First matchup, Simon, in the Elite Eight. This game will be taking place in Louisville. Uh, or You know, <laughs> they always have it in some yeah. random city yeah. you hope never to have to go to. So <laughs> Elite Eight's taking place in Louisville. I'll pick a city for each round going forward. Um, pizza, slice of pizza to go versus the Levy. Levy, Dive Bar, in Williamsburg, for those who don't know. Right. Uh... Um... I guess sliced pizza. Yeah, that's tough. That is, it's, but you still have blue and gold is still in the tournament. So. That's true. Um, all right, MTA again, organizational <laughs> and bureaucratic structure. <laughs> no, the subway system that is a miracle, especially God after being in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, the United Center greater than Barclays. The L far, far less good than the MTA. <laughs> it comes very infrequently and takes you very few places you want to go. Um, <laughs> all right, so MTA versus the Yankees. Uh, MTA. Oh, wow, and you're a Yankees guy. I'm a Yankees fan, but I don't really – I'm not a big follower. Um, blue and gold versus the Brooklyn Bridge. Oh, blue and gold. But that's – okay – but they really got they got matched up, uh, you know. They, that, that's, that's a tough. That's what's so fun about, um, you know, March Madness. It, it, so much yeah. is determined by which bracket you're, you know, which uh, division or whatever they call. Totally. It. All right, final one in the Elite Eight: MoMA versus Bagels. Uh, bagels. Bagels. Bye bye. You're not that much a culture vulture. No, I mean I've uh, been there. All right, so we're going from from lovely Louisville, Simon, to <laughs> San Diego Ooh, for the San final Diego. for the final four. Right. Uh, pizza versus the MTA. Ooh. I know. Uh, I'll still say MTA. Wow! Advancing I just think to it's the too final. important for me to, yeah. you know. It's there a- are other foods. There's only one way that I'm allowed to <laughs> live in this city without being able to drive. Yeah, um, I'm so glad to hear you say that because I think it is such an essential part of what makes this city great. That uh, it's good to see it get a little love here. <laughs> Mostly when you hear about it, it's just someone aggrieved that they were like five minutes late because a miracle transported them from basically their <laughs> doorstep to another doorstep. Right. And I want to be clear again, this gets into the bureaucracy versus the 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 subway system as it as it exists. Like, are there a myriad things that the MTA could do better? <laughs> and are there a number of like, you know, boondoggles where they've given like enormous amounts of money to a subway train car company that sent them a a bunch of crap that like they have to retire and put back on the trains that they've used the cars for like 70 years ago sure that is terrible but like yes mismanagement is rampant but the service (laughs) it provides is absolutely essential to making this city what it is and it's 24 hours a day it's just it's a it's a fucking miracle and we should love it um all right the other final four matchup in sunny san diego blue and gold versus bagels uh blue and gold nice i don't even really like blue and gold that much like this is making i mean yeah. i i do like i don't know maybe i should say bagels but i've already said blue and gold no you gotta keep it and and it's just like this is more 
you know, you taking dive bars, really. Right. Within this within the specific blue and gold. Right, right, right. Um so that brings us to our final. It will be slugged out in Boise, Idaho, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, book great ro- chilies in Boise. Chilies? Oh, chilies! There's an yeah, amazing yeah. chilies bar and grill. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> uh, known for their potatoes. <laughs> so that is so right. We're here in in Boise. We're full of chilies and potatoes, and we're about to watch an epic final battle between the MTA and Blue and Gold. <laughs> I gotta go with the MTA. MTA, I love that. I think pizza could have beaten MTA, but once pizza didn't beat MTA, it was a cakewalk. Yeah, I gave Claire the quiz earlier, and pizza ended up winning for her. Yeah, but she had a she was torn with the MTA. Uh, the MTA pizza was like the hardest decision I think for her. Yeah, well. yeah. Um, well. Congrats! I guess we'll send the MTA because we want one more um, great U.S. city. So as a reward, the MTA can take a little trip uh, to Lexington, Kentucky. A <laughs> <laughs> um, couple of Kentucky. Uh, um, it's very centrally sites. located. Yeah. Where, um, William? What would your pick be? You're your champion. Oh, to go through. I, I, I don't know. It so much would depend on matchup, Simon. Yeah. I I couldn't say. Um I would say Katz's, though I have similar critiques, would have probably gotten further. Yeah. Um Yeah, it probably would have been food bar food or bar. Or uh-huh. or possibly the mta or possibly central park but uh, i don't know maybe if I, claire was saying i should i should like turn this into a little interactive thing you could do on uh, on instagram but i think it would just take too much time to do it because you can put up like a poll you know where you pick either right, or that. right. well t- time you've got time i have for sure <laughs> for sure um okay so big week big defining season defining week for the nets is this a team who will end up in the draft lottery or is this a team who has was it what it takes to make it into the seventh or eighth seed in the (laughs) eastern conference setting themselves up for almost certain failure in the first round yeah um i mean Better than the Lakers, right? Better than the Lakers, baby, except as as we talked about, they have a championship to fall back on. They do. Um, but next year is surely going to be better. Ben Simmons will be right. <laughs> <laughs> it has gone it has gone from yeah, Ben Simmons, maybe he'll play in the Sixers game to yeah, maybe they're keeping him out of the Sixers game. To yeah, he'll play in the regular season too. There's no way he's playing in the regular season too. Maybe he'll play in the playoffs. Maybe too. Hey, I don't think he's going to need surgery. <laughs> I know, I know. And this is exactly like the Joe Harris thing. It's like, all right, where is he? It's been it's been eight weeks. Oh yeah, um, give us another week before we know if we need a second surgery. Actually. <laughs> God. Yeah. Uh, not, he's 25 he's so young he's so young and he just completely sat out for an entire like <laughs> by choice sat out for an entire season uh, pretty frustrating and pretty worrisome for the future but that paired with a 249 million five year Kyrie contract <laughs> <laughs> will lock in one of the most terrifying futures any professional sports organization has ever set up for itself. <laughs> oh, that is bleak. Um, all right, Simon, if you were listening now at the 59 minute mark, what would you, mm-hmm. what would you do? I would 
go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you're consuming this podcast and rate and review um, our podcast. Please give us five stars. We really appreciate it. We, we, we depend on those things for our lifeblood. Um, the $2.50 we get a month for doing this podcast just isn't enough. We need your love. Uh, we got to have it. God. I mean, wouldn't you agree that 250 is just not enough? I think we, need, we need to reach love? back out to <laughs> We'll talk off mic. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, yeah, I won't I don't want to get into the to the nitty-gritty with our, <laughs> with our fans listening here. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you, Simon, of course, but yes, even more well. so than you with our listeners. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um, thanks for listening. We appreciate you as we hope you appreciate us. We don't know though. And unless you reach out, maybe next time at Gmail. Um, but one thing I can say for sure is it will go ahead and see ya. I was tired of my lady We'd been together too long Like a worn out recording Of a favorite song So while she lay there sleeping I read the paper in bed And in the personal columns There was this letter I read If you like Pina Colada